Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is build-up time. Liverpool taking on Burry. But it's Betty. Is it Betty? It's Betty. I mean, you would never think that, but that. Why do they not spell it B E Y? Well, listen. If you want to call them Buddy, or, or but because you would Betty, Betty, you Betty, you're dead, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And your face, and <laughs> your face, Lancashire. Um, as you can tell, Tom Dutton joins me on this one. Um, yeah, another preseason game, another game with very little import in the in the grand scheme of things, Tom. But um, it's it is. Also, once again, another game that clashes with an England international, uh, a, a major World Cup game, except that it's not really this time. And I suspect the the balance between people choosing to watch a Liverpool preseason yeah. game over England might well be tipping even more dramatically in Liverpool's favour. I suspect time. I'll get a lot less stick for wanting to watch the, uh, the Liverpool game this time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of them. I, I'm kind of sack it off and let Hendo go on holiday, mm. to be honest. But look, I mean, it's going to be an important game regardless. England need to go out there and kind of just show them, look, we're still, we're still going to play the, well. For yeah. the spirit of positivity, yeah, I've seen yeah. people kicking off. And look, I've said this on a few places. I'm not looking to, 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 to dig out England. And no. Moreover, not even that, because I, like I say, Gareth Southgate has me at least made me. Not like love, but not have deep apathy towards England anymore. I don't mind. I don't mind him. I don't mind that side. That was fine. I've I've, I've enjoyed the World Cup, but I know people who genuinely love it. Yeah, and I wouldn't want it. And the the good people, I think, people who are passionate. But there's people. There's people who are passionate about England, and people who've either had their love rekindled or found that love, um, who aren't you know EDL flag where where you know waving knobheads um, and for those type of people James Orcott from Boss would be the yeah. prime example of it loves it and I want him to have happiness so yeah it'd be nice for, for for Hendo and for Trent to be able to come back having won you know to beat Belgium because that, that will at least tell people give people a message of well look it shows that this team can, can do something and, and fair play but there's something special about a cup run as well, Paul. Yeah. As we found out last season, yeah. you can sit there and it's it's knockout games. They're all important. And look, I, everyone knows my views on on England v Liverpool. I support Liverpool first and foremost. But give fair play to everyone who's gone out there and supported England. Yeah. They love it. 
and fifth, yeah. I fifth said, point. you know, I, I would always rather see Liverpool win a league title over England winning the World Cup. But here's the thing, they're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. I'd have been perfectly happy for England to win the World Cup and then Liverpool go and win the league next season. That would have been a splendid yeah, 12 months. Um, so, yeah, obviously that, that that's to come. But once again, you know, I will be, I will be away. I'll be travelling with the, the Reds and we'll be, we'll be going to see how Liverpool get on in this game. And, we we know we've got a couple more players back. Van Dijk and Wijnaldum joined back up like last Sunday. Was, yeah. The Tramier game was too early for them. It's interesting because we were having this debate and we're going to go through our preferred 11s, as it were, in a little bit. But I think it's mad how those two additions were starting to have a... We can actually put two legitimate 11s out now without... And, you know that'll be the end of Kiravea as a centre back, you'd imagine. And they 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 were massive part of last season. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see them getting back in, and uh, it's one of them. I'm looking forward to see Van Dijk coming in and just shorting that up. But I'm also looking forward to see Genie's work rate, and I I suspect I'm I'm interested to see whether he's employed as the number six, yeah. or whether he's going to pseudo compete with Cater in that box to box role, and that might give us a massive indication of what Klopp's thinking next season. It's interesting because we've got, as I said, we've got the midfield options, and it makes you wonder as well with regards to, you know, we saw. I don't know whether that might mean we might see less of Curtis Jones. I don't know whether it means we might see less of Woodburn in midfield, which would be a shame. Or does it mean we see... We start to see less of the forwards, and we tend to go more with the the three man midfield that you know that we're more likely to go into the season because no. now we can and you, you, we do the teams like I say you could put out that was the weakness we were one centre half short and we were one probably one guy who can play the six or one centre mid short yeah. of of having real balance between our two half teams and arguably two goalkeepers of quality but that's another story and we'll talk about that in a bit um, so yeah good to good to see them back very much it's interesting the little the little undercurrent story on the Berry stuff is uh, Ryan Lowe's their manager who was a Liverpool academy player in, in his youth he also played for Tranmere as well and a, and a scouser Jermaine Beckford, formerly of Everton, is on is on their books as well. We can't lose to these. No, <laughs> uh, just just like to see a little, you know, another a blue nose there get us get us come up and which would be which would be nice to see. I mean, we definitely won't lose. I know there was a scare at the end of Tramia, and everyone was like, "Oh, we're gonna lose the game." We were never gonna lose that game, regardless. Yeah, like we're that. gonna go out there, and, and and even if we did lose, no one likes losing a game of football. But this is the part of the season where you can. I know everyone will laugh at us. But well, I was talking. There was two lads, and I, I apologise. I don't. I, I didn't get your names. One of them tweeted me actually. But we were chatting to these two young, young, young lads after the after the game. They come and say, "Well, what do you think about X, Y, and Z?" And I, it was something we and Chris have talked about on these shows previously. And just trying to reiterate to people again: these are just these are fitness exercises. Yeah. But you know, I would and sort of treat them in that regard. If I watched a Liverpool training match, I go. If I, I know I've been lucky enough to watch open training a few times, and I've been you know seeing bits and bobs like that. I only ever just look for people's control. I look for little moments of skill. I look for little flashes. It's just that this is being formatted in the format in which we normally consume Liverpool. Yeah. So you're right. It's, the, it's, it's hard to it's hard to because you can get carried away when you see things go really well. Therefore, it stands to reason that if you can get if you can have a mo- an emotion at this end of the scale, you can have an emotion at the other end of the scale. Yeah. But really. We, you, you, you shouldn't and it's a mixed match of players most yeah. of these players have never played in the same team let alone alongside each other let alone you know what I mean it, it's this communication and that's why we were so good last season because we didn't even need to talk we yeah. knew where the player to be we knew what to be you, you don't have that now and it's not going to come until the last few games of pre-season anyway. what, what I think we're starting to see is 
because I, I felt like the Tranmere game and uh, probably the, the Chester game by the same by the same notion. It was a bit of a throwback Liverpool. It felt like Liverpool from two years ago, mainly because we had a Regan Sturridge up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you, it, you know, you're not. We're not seeing the Liverpool. We're just not going to see our front three. You know, until you know, we're not going to see Henderson until right, right before the start of the season. I feel as though what we're doing here is we're honing our second team down. We're getting minutes in the belt and understanding between various key people. So in particular. That is Naby Keita, obviously yeah. Firmino, uh, not Firmino, Fabinho, obviously, and Joe Gomez as a, as yeah. a centre half, I think, and then the rest of that maybe we might see him. So we might see we might see Daniel Sturridge deployed deeper if we keep hold of him. That's a possibility, but realistically, you know, we're going to see probably. Uh, Eight or so of these players, I've just plucked that figure out of nowhere. By Fair the way, enough. it's a good number. Completely, they they will not be going on the on the US tour. I, I would imagine, or they're not going to be involved when it, when it's by the time we get to Dublin and by the time we're playing yeah. Torino. The fact that we're experimenting with a different formation, this is a great opportunity for us to find. It's almost like this summer is us practicing our plan B because yeah. the plan A doesn't need working on particularly. Yeah, you and, and, and unless you buy, you get Nabil Fakir in, and even then. He's playing in the World Cup final. He's not going to get a pre-season under his belt. No. And, you know, we're not going to get to... You know, we don't need to hone that too much. But what we do need to do is have another way of playing when there's no Salah, when there's no Firmino, and when there's no Mane. It's, it's especially getting um, Solanke up to speed. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, Solanke and Origi playing together, I mean, say what you want about storage, them two are probably definitely going to be in and around the squad. And they, they need to be able to play off one another if... Like, it, look, if Firmino goes and you need that well, front two, remember and stuff, when you know. this back end of the season before last, you know, when we we, we lost Mane and we lost and, and we had Coutinho and then we yeah, he, he'd had some problems. We played West Ham away mm. with Sturridge and Origi yeah. up front, and it was Lallana and Coutinho behind behind them then. And it, it does make you start to start to think about you don't want to you just you need to find a way for the if if you can't um, if we sign Shakiri in the next. You know, a few days or whatever, we'll see him on the US tour, and maybe that means we'll we'll keep to more of what we're doing. Yeah, I'm not saying we'll have a plan B, as in, I wonder whether we'll gamble this season, hold a few extra players, mm. and just just in case yeah. we get to a position with five games left to go in the season, and we're having a mad injury crisis, and we and all of a sudden we're back to playing a four-four-two diamond, and we've got, uh, as you say, a Regan Solanke or a Regan Sturridge or Solanke and, and, and Sturridge kind of thing. Why not? I I didn't mind that formation. I know it. it it's not as good as our four-three-three with our with the best front three in Europe because nothing's ever going to be as good as that. But if it can get you to win every now and then, you don't want it to be your, 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 the thing you go to. You don't want it to be lump the ball to Fellaini and play off him. You want it to be one of these where you start the game with it and, and everyone knows exactly what they're doing from the off mm -hmm. and then you can start playing. Well, do, It's more way. like, do you want a situation where you, front, you stick with the same formation and your front three ends up being... Solanke, Wilson, and Woodburn. Exactly. Or, or heaven forbid, you know, well, I say heaven forbid because he's probably better than either of them, really. You know, Lalana back in the front three, etc. Maybe yeah. this might be. Look, I might be, I might be completely wide of the mark, but it wouldn't shock me if we had a four-two-three-one variant that we, that we had in in reserve for this. And you know, we're getting into, we're going to get into a season where we're playing. We want to. We want to rotate. I think we'll rotate like kind of like we did last season, yeah. but we want to rotate in more quality and 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 have less drop off in terms of in terms of goal scoring output because 
we've made a good. We will be keen to get back to the Champions League final again. Yeah. You know, a ludicrously difficult ask, of course, but we'll want to do that because you've done it and you've not won it. You want to go and try and win it this time. Right, yeah. And there can be, I say, no excuses, but because I don't like that that way of talking. To be fair, but. Liverpool should be far more competitive at the top end of the Premier League. So for me, you know, we, we need to be able to put a strong side out. And if you can't put a play four three three every week, you need to find a, a formation that fits the rest of your the rest of your team. Exactly, and we're competing on four fronts next mm -hmm. season. Um, they're, they're they're all massive games. Every single game is going to be huge in terms of look. It's been what is it three seasons mm -hmm. since Klopp's came in? We haven't won anything. He that needs to be a priority in my eyes, and I know. He probably thinks that too. And not that it hasn't been a priority per of se, course. but I think I think that it's interesting is the Champions League came out of the blue. Yeah. Last season we just were able to enjoy the ride, whereas like it or not, we will still enjoy the ride, but there will be added added pressure because if you can make it to the final, why can't you? Sh you, you we shouldn't be stressing about getting out of the group this oh, time. Not even Champions League. I'm mean, FA Cup. Yeah. Win it. Just get it done. League Cup. Win it. Get the double. And yeah. and that and that won't make that 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 won't stop the appetite to to win the league or get to the Champions League final. But it'll just help us along the road. And I think they, there's so many players in the squad that just haven't won anything yet. Mm. And and it doesn't. They've got to two finals. Yeah. Like everyone's laughing at Dejan Lovren because he got to a he was he was a he got to a Europa League final, a Champions League final. Now he's at a World Cup final. He's lost two of them. He got there. Yeah. That's not an easy thing to do. Fair enough. <coughs> Laugh all you want about him not winning it. Fair play. He just wasn't good enough. But he got there, it's, and that, that's something. It's a horseshit attitude, exactly. though, Tom. You, you can see it, you know, and it goes back to the England stuff. People who know, people who know, know. Like, there's people who have been brainwashed into thinking that, you know, the, 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 the pot at the end of it is, 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 all, is the be all and end all. And don't get me wrong, look, it is, it, that, is that is it. That is, you know, that, oh. that's as good as it gets. That is the absolute per perfect thing. But. If you, there's only one team, there's only one, there's four competitions, they could be, they could all be hypothetically hoovered up by Man City, and if we lost all of them to Man City, you'd be uh, gutted, but you could look at it and go, well, well look how good, yeah. look how good they were, we were always playing, playing, playing catch up with them. The situation, the point is, is that, as you say, get yourself to finals, get yourself in contention for yeah. titles, and if you can year in, year out, because that's what Liverpool haven't done, by the way. Liverpool have gone like this. They've gone peak and they've fallen off and yeah. they've dragged themselves back up again and peaked and dropped off. Liverpool have got to maintain that level. You've got to stay within touching distance, be the best you can be. And it makes the process of winning stuff far easier because you just you're not burning yourself out to it to, to overachieve. You just you're playing at your you're playing at your level. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um right, we're gonna talk about preferred elevens. I think this is a really interesting debate to be had around this. Before I do though, I sat down for a podcast on the website with Christian Walsh of the Liverpool Echo, a very good friend of ours. Brilliant fellow, knows his footy inside and out and upside and down. Here's a little clip. You know, Liverpool again have found themselves in this situation where they are ready to take that final step. And God, how many times have we talked about with Liverpool, the final piece of the jigsaw, <laughs> Paul Ince, Harry Kewell, all yeah. of these sort of players. But it's not... <laughs> just bring back that memory. Oh my there. God, yeah, yeah. Dribble Cissé. But ultimately... The, the, the promising thing for Liverpool is that it's not about one player because I think the squad's in there, it's in place. <coughs> it's just about addressing those weaknesses in the squad. I mean, the, the first team is absolutely fine. Yeah. They've strengthened it even further. I'd say the defence doesn't even need touching, which is incredible when you think about the, the tribulations Loven's been mm, under. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, 
Well, he's, just, he's, he's taking Liverpool to a European Cup exactly, final exactly. and exactly. Degr- I, in his own words, by the way. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> love him. Love him. Love you, Dejan. So, um, you know, even if you look at the midfield, you've got, let's say, Henderson, Fabinho and Casey wouldn't be a bad free. Uh, Oxley chamberlain comes back. The one glaring issue at the moment, of course, is the goalkeeping situation. Yeah. But apart from that, the, the 10 outfield players, I think, are very strong and could challenge for the league. What is important is that there are those around them for when the injuries do inevitably come or when dips and form do happen, that they can come in. And that's where it's not a case of some life for care is just like would would be an absolute game changer because it's not just a player a body for being a body's sake. It's it, this is a player who is being labelled a potential world class footballer. Yeah. Somebody who's seen as capable of, of filling, you know, um Philip Coutinho's boots and he might even get on the on the pitch just that so (laughs) that's what all good teams do that's how you win titles that's how you challenge for trophies Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at UH1.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, great to, great to talk to Christian. As I say, he, he knows his stuff. He, he, not enamoured with, not totally enamoured with Shakiri. We had a good chat about how the you know Fakir it does kind of look at the moment like it's Fakir or nothing as regards to Liverpool's attacking mid options. Fantastic podcast, do go and check it out. Start a free month trial if you want to watch the, uh, watch or listen to the, the the full thing. Highly highly recommended. And even better if you want more of the transfer stuff. We did the the, the rumor rated effectively, so we went through every link. That Liverpool have had this summer to players in all the positions they've been linked to, and basically took through how likely we felt any of them were and the latest on them all that. So if you want to get up to date with where everything is and how likely things are to be moving in the next couple of weeks with Liverpool, again go to redmentv.com, sign up. Just genuinely amazing content on there at the moment. I can't recommend it enough. So do get stuck in. Right, Tom. The inevitable pointless task. What are you doing, Cadius? Straight in the final line again, Paul. I'm not asked. Everyone, <laughs> yes. No, no yes. genuinely, yes. everyone's saying, no, no, you should never play for Not everyone, but people yeah, are saying yeah, you should yeah, never yeah. play for us again. Look, 
get him in behind Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Get Virgil van Dijk to scream at him. Yeah. Absolutely leather him if he makes a mistake. He'll listen to Virgil van Dijk before yeah. he listens to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know what? Let every single one of the opposition players boot the ball at him until he catches it. Yes. Genuinely. And, yeah. and look, if he doesn't, then that's it. But these are the games where he can make those mistakes yeah. regardless. Fair enough. Get him out the team if you want. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Get him his confidence back. Yeah. That's only going to happen by playing more footy. Listen, there's an episode of Night Rider, right? It's called <laughs> Junkyard Dog. And in it, Kit, the indestructible talking car, yeah. gets dropped in a pit of acid and he gets basically destroyed. And when he gets rebuilt, he's lost his edge. He, he, you know, he's, he's scared of going round, going at top speed. He doesn't want to smash through walls because he's been hurt. Yeah. But you've just got to go. You've got to get back on the horse to mix me metaphors. Yeah. And you've got to and you've got to keep going and keep going. Is it in Klopp will do that? Exactly. Because at the minute there is no. <sighs> Allison is not, you know, who is the top target. As you know, Dave Maddock was talking this week on Twitter. Liverpool have not, you know, pushed that any any further on that because, by my understanding, they've not been given positive feedback that he's that interested in joining Liverpool, regardless. So the top options in world football either want to join Real Madrid or want to stay at Atletico Madrid. Yeah. So you're you're left with other options, and I, right now, given who we've given who they've got, I'm bearing in mind. That we've still got Simon Mignolet to sell as well. At the minute, we've got three, three more or less senior goalkeepers. Yeah. We're not going to buy a fourth and keep and have and hold four senior goalkeepers at the football club. It's not going to happen. Nope. So, regardless of whether Klopp's publicly defending him or not, he's going to keep throwing them out there. And if for some, and if it clicks, yeah. and he's magically restored, and he's not even just magically restored, he's on the path to being better and improving exactly. as a goalkeeper. Then Klopp will go. Fucking amazing. There you go. Sorted. And when when Virgil van Dijk came in, he brought Caddius in with him last mm-hmm. season. And we saw both of them just work perfectly yeah. together. Ball came over the top. Van Dijk was telling him, you're there. And then it got to the point where they both expected it of each yeah. other. That partnership was one of the main partnerships in that side, in yeah. my opinion. So get him in there. Get him with the confidence of having that centre-back. Rebuild it up with the man who they built that partnership together. Look... He might fuck up again, yeah. and if he does, fair enough. But he's still going to play the next game. After but ultimately, that, so it exa- let's get back to the top point of the show. It's fucking Betty. Exactly. It's, a, it's a training exercise. Yeah. You're not going to like anything. What are you going to tell Lars Carrick not to turn up to training because you don't because he's not good enough? Adam Bogdan has been training with Liverpool. By the way, you know I know he's got. We said I don't even know if we have completed the loan to, loan out to, to Scotland. But the point is, is that. This is what this is. This is just Klopp's way of getting them into the rhythm of playing of playing football matches, and also you know getting a clear idea of men, of mentality in a different pressure situation. Carius is going to figure in at least the next two games, yeah. Berry and Blackburn, and then I think we'll see a clear a clear thing. Whether you listen, whether you like it or not, exactly. whether you agree with it or not. That being said, no, Danny Ward. I want to see yeah. as much of Danny Ward yeah. as possible because for me, look, I've said it before. I like Carius, and if Carius was just able to perform at the level that he performed between January and 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 every, the second up until the fact that he threw the ball onto Karen Benzema's toe, yeah. I would be, I'd be, I'd be fine with him as as our goalkeeper. But I, he needs a chance, Danny Ward. I think Danny Ward. I need to know. I need to know yeah. if Danny Ward's good enough. And unfortunately, I don't get to see them in training. The only chance I get to see him when they're given options to to play in a team, he's gonna again, they're going to play. They're both going yeah. to play. One's going to play the first half. One's going to play the second half. I want to see as much of Danny Ward as possible because I think, 
I think there's a goalkeeper in there, and I, I, mean, I think it might have been the podcast I mentioned it on, I don't know, but let's use Nick Pope as an example here. He, should, he would have been nowhere near Burnley's first team, and he's ended up on, on, the, on the plane to the World Cup yeah. because Tom Heaton got injured, he got his chance, and he took his chance. No one would have gone in pre-season, regardless of performances, and gone put Nick Pope in ahead of Tom Heaton there's even a reasonable chance which is weird to say that Heaton could walk back into that, that team at the start yeah. of a new season this is just how it is sometimes but maybe, but if it doesn't that's just because Pope was given a chance and he's taken that chance I, 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 want, I want to see more Ward and Danny Ward took his took his chance he did the best he could have mm-hmm. done in the game the other day against Tramia pulled out a really really good save fair enough maybe it was at a good height for him we've talked about that doesn't Whatever. matter you've still got to make that save yeah. point blank save um, I just want to see him go out there and have a good half and it, look it's down to him to force his way in he's had the opportunity now Carius is a bit mentally unstable at the mm-hmm. moment it's Danny Ward's opportunity to go in there and just go no this is my position given that chance yeah. it's interesting looking at the teams because I think Fabinho anchoring Okay, I want to see. I'm interested to see Cater unleashed a bit further forward. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, far too early to really tell, but we've now got a, a, a pretty much full complement of midfield options. You don't, you know, okay, Gruyich isn't back from holiday, but whatever, man. And, um, you know, we're not going to get Henderson back at, at anytime soon, but we've got enough to rotate the, mid, yeah. the midfield around. I want to see Cater playing as the attacking midfield, I want to see him playing as the offensive eight. If we don't, I think we're, st- you know, I, I'd surmised months and months ago and I, I wasn't sure if I was right on it but it, that my feeling was that he would be our box to box mid it would be him as you said him and Wijnaldum in, in contention mm. for roughly for the same sort of position but I want to see what Keita can do I want to see him further up, further up the pitch I think yeah I mean I, I've got a feeling he's going to stick box to box but I've gone for a really really strong side here mm-hmm. very very strong um, I just want to see us go out there first half and just blow them out the water. We've seen these teams tie a second half, put the worst team out second half, but put uh, put a really good side out. And I've gone for like pretty much full strength back line as well. Yeah, yeah. Just because I want to give Carius that extra little bit of stability. Yeah. Just literally give him more stuff in front of him. My argument would, that, almost, would um, almost be the flip of that. What's it called? Yeah, my, my argument would be the flip of that though. I mean, I, I put Camacho in because I've been so impressed with oh, him so yeah. as much as possible of him, but. I want to see Ward with the best fair defense enough. now. Yeah, yeah, let's stop enough. giving let's stop giving Ward the shit at the end of the stick. Fair like. play, yeah. Um, but this is it's, it, I've got no idea at all what we're likely to do because as we're at a point now, we can feel too. I want to see more Curtis Jones. I, yeah. I feel like you know, unfortunately, I don't feel like he'll make it too far in this because he's just a bit too young. He's still a bit too raw. You know, he was in Gerrard's under 18s until he got promoted at the back end of last season, and when that under 23 side was all over the place with people going loaned out and what have you, he probably needs a season in the under 23s. Yeah. So he's not really in first team contention this year round. But the trouble we've still got is that we've got in terms of wingers if we want to play our standard formation you can only play one of realistically play one of Sturridge, Origi or Solanke yeah. you're then looking at Kent Ojo where, I mean, maybe you push Woodburn up you've got it there I, I'm not so sure no, on that think, yeah. um, so it's, it's an interesting one I do wonder whether we might want to gain see another thing that gives us the option of Sturridge playing in the 10 and, and look Sturridge mentioned that post Tramia in his in his thing about how, in a new role me and Chris Walsh were talking about this about you know surmising are, are, are we if we're not signing for Kia are we just are we going to train Daniel Sturridge up to play a little bit deeper I really don't want that to happen just purely because <laughs> he it, it, and, and you know I like Daniel Sturridge but 
you've got to have a bit of Nile to play that, and I don't think he has that in a, like mm-hmm. in abundance. He has some of it, but if you look at Adam Olana, he just he's uh, so angry on the pitch. You look at Kate, he'll be so angry on the pitch, and and you need someone who's gonna. Like, do you remember Coutinho when we beat Arsenal, where we blew them off the park? It was like 4 0 half time or whatever, something stupid. Coutinho playing in that attacking mid role was just a monster. He, yeah. he was pushing people off the ball, being strong. I don't see Sturridge having that. The in only him. thing, and this, the thing. yeah, look again, we, 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 we get sucked into the Daniel Sturridge stuff very easily. And again, I make the, the Christian Walsh podcast, we do a fair bit on this as well. So uh, if you want more Sturridge chat, by all means. My only thing, and it's only occurred to me while I've been talking, is that I'd, if I was him, I'd be looking at Fernando Torres and how he reinvented himself yeah. at Atletico. You know, his pace went, his physical, he lost a lot of that physicality, but he became he became more of a target man. He realised if you're going to do it, throw you, throw your shoulders in, get 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 stuck in. I know they look they're different, but no one would have said they were miles different. In fact, any people would have said. Let's be honest. Sturridge was probably more of a cultured, more cultured than a than a Fernando Torres yeah. at times. Um, I, again, these lads, probably the vast majority of these lads, we won't see much more, much more of. But who knows? And this is the beauty. I'm the looking season. forward to it. I, I just like seeing Liverpool play, regardless of what fixture, whatever. I just want to see us go out there and. and this is making me more and more excited for the season. Mm-hmm. Even though we can see the two goals the other day, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It's Liverpool playing, Liverpool scoring yeah. goals, the players showing. Because they're not even trying to impress us; they're trying to impress Klopp. Yeah. And that's the best part. Yeah. Is like we're not even we're just there to, for the ride, and they're going to Klopp. This is what I can do. Yeah. And, and more. Yeah, and there's those things where you know there's players who will, will naturally see maybe aren't quite there, but you know the likes of Camacho and the, and the likes of Jones. What I'm excited, what I like is seeing those lads who may not get a single appearance in the first team they may not even appear on the bench next season yeah. but if we have an injury crisis I, 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 and Nat Phillips as well at the back I think he's, 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 been he's right, impressed yeah. when, when I've seen him I, I, I like being able to say oh go on we'll give this lad we'll give this lad a go I like knowing that there's another underlying layer of players yeah, exactly. who I'd be buzzing to see playing the, playing the team so yeah all good stuff let us know your thoughts what would you prefer to see is Liverpool's eleven. Are there any things that you wanna you wanna see a bit a, a bit more of um, that you've seen in, in hints or whatever in the first two games of preseason? Let me know in the comments below that. But like I say, Tom, thank you very much. It's been an, an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Plenty of content to come. Starting eleven, of course, will be out, and I will be at Berry at the weekend. Never said that before. Um, so yeah, look forward to that one. Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to the RedmenTV.com again for the Chris Walsh podcast and a hell of a lot more as well. Other than that, see ya. Ta-ra. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.